Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Yeah, we're on one to four. So if you missed the show live in about an hour... You can download the old podcast at KFIAM640.com or just use the iHeartRadio app. Well, we found out through social media that the city councilwoman Tracy Park made a visit with State Senator Ben Allen and representatives from the California Department of Fish and Wildlife to the Bologna Wetlands. This happened on Friday. And of course, that's been a subject on the show for quite a few years now because it is unbelievably overrun with RVs, it looks like old buses, all sorts of rotted out cars, and it is a protected environmentally sensitive area, which is the odd part about it, and that's why Fish and Wildlife showed up. And uh, in the last week, along the Bologna wetlands, uh, a man was found dead inside his RV, completely destroyed by fire, the RV. Burnt out. And he was charred. And the oh. firefighters uh, extinguished the, the fire and then found this guy dead inside. And that pretty much sums up what uh, that whole RV encampment that goes on for quite a bit. I think, I think there's about 50 or 60 of these RVs along right. the edge of the Bologna wetlands. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's talk to Tracy. Tracy, are you there? I'm here. How are you guys? Um, good. We're good. Um, talk about this tour you went on with state senator ben allen he's a democrat from santa monica and you also took some people from the fish and wildlife department here in the state yeah that's right so we did that on friday and you know i really wanted to spend some time with our state partners showing them in person 
what this problem consists of and the impact that it is having on that environmentally sensitive area. And then, you know, the very next day, this fatal fire happened. And it, it's just a tragic reminder of how urgent this problem is and how imperative it is that we get this problem solved without any further excuse or delays. How did it get to this point? How do you end up with, how many RVs are there? Did anybody count? I heard, I've heard different estimates, 50, 60, 65. Yeah, it's somewhere between 40 and 50, and it's fluctuated as we've been doing care plus cleanups. Um, There has been a little bit of a reduction. Um, So currently, it's probably somewhere between 40 and 50. How did it get that bad, and how did it last so long, considering that's a protected environmental zone? So this never should have been allowed to happen in the first place. But to answer your question, you know, during the pandemic, uh, the city suspended enforcement of its parking rules and there were guidelines in place related to COVID-19 that prevented the city from doing much about it. Now, I personally think that this should not have been allowed to happen. Um, And I think I said this this to you the very first time I came on your show in August of 2021. At the very least, if they weren't going to be willing to move the RVs, there should have been restroom facilities, pumping services, adequate sanitation, and some effort to protect that sensitive area. And none of that ever came to fruition. And now here we are three years later, and I am doing everything I can uh, to try to unravel this, get these folks connected to a more safe environment and to restore this really precious environmental resource that we have. I assume because you brought the state senator and you also had Department of Fish and Wildlife that there is overlapping jurisdictions here that you need help from? Yes, yes, there is. So, you know, this area is owned by the state. Um, It is privately managed by independent organizations that have contracts to do that. Uh, The area where the RVs are parked and all the personal property has accumulated is city responsibility. So there's a number of different layers of government and private entities that all have a hand and a role in this. And are they going to cooperate here? I mean, are these really these RVs going to really be removed and and the preserve protected again? Yeah, so this is a huge priority for me. It was throughout my campaign, and it is today. Like everyone else, I am tired of excuses, and I'm tired of reasons why we can't, you know, get this problem dealt with. I am working every day uh, on this issue. I've been in close communication with the mayor and her team, and we are assessing both short- and long-term strategies. Uh, This is with respect to the RVs at that location and in other parts of our district and the city. A number of issues that need to be dealt with. um, And I, you know, I'm I'm working on that. We have a set of citywide um, RV encampment protocols that are working their way through the legislative process. And I would highly encourage our homelessness and housing committee 
to move that forward as soon as possible so that we can adopt a citywide approach and really start to see some progress and, and with you, the legal and, tool. And do you think these other uh, council people have a sense of urgency on this? Because they have been part of the problem, obviously, for the last five years. It, it, it is hard to imagine that they don't, but look at the streets in our city. And that tells you a lot. Yeah, Does I it, know. Is it trickier when you're trying to get RVs out of a place? It, it is for a number of reasons. Uh, we don't have the same set of legal tools available to us as we have to regulate street camping in tents. Also, oftentimes folks who are living in the RVs are more reluctant to accept housing offers if it means they have to give up the RVs. And so those are a couple of the issues that we have to work our way through as we address you know, what the solutions here are gonna be. And my concern is that as we move forward with our efforts, we aren't just moving this you know, problem from one place to another, unfortunately. And so that's gonna require a number of things coming together simultaneously to make sure that we do this the right way uh, and don't cause a problem somewhere else and get people into safe places and connected to services. Now, what can Fish and Wildlife do as part of this? Well, you know, there are a number of things in partnership in terms of managing the space, providing funding and resources that are necessary to monitor the area and to keep it uh, safe and accessible for the public. And so, you know, one of the things that I did not long after I took office was move an ordinance through that now prohibits nighttime trespassing. And there's a couple of other things that we are working on as well. Uh, but again, this isn't something that I can do by myself as the local council member. This is going to take several layers of government working together. What, right. what, what, what in, your, in your gut, what do you think? Do you think that everyone's going to work together? And that over time, the, the whole area is going to be cleared and protected again? I do think so, yes. And, you know, what I'm willing to commit to my constituents in the West Side is that I am going to get this done. It is going to take a little bit of time, and I am new in this position and, you know, building the partnerships that I need, but we are going to do this. All right, Tracy. Well, we're rooting for you, and we'll talk with you again soon. Good luck. All right, guys. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. All right. All right. Council District 11, Council Member Tracy Park. And again, this is an update on the Bologna Wetlands, which has been overrun for years now with RVs, broken down buses. And it's supposed to be an ecologically preserved, sensitive area. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You have to be impressed that Tracy Park comes on the show almost every time we've asked her to come on about, and it's often dealing with the homeless situation. This is Council District 11, the former seat of Council Member Mike Bonin. And, you know, she's making an effort. She knows that homelessness is the number one issue in her district by far, which includes Venice, parts of the west side. We were just talking about the Bologna Wetlands, that ecological reserve down in the area of Playa del Rey, which has been overrun with RVs. They, a huge homeless encampment. You know, and, and I think... People get very distracted and caught up in, in side issues. The, the main issue is you cannot allow people to behave and live in public like this. Yeah, you're right. That's the overriding thing. That's the overriding thing that we all agreed on forever. 
okay? We have the most generous state in the nation when it comes to welfare benefits. Let's use that as a blanket term for all the money you can get out of the government. This is not about poor people. This is not about people without homes. This is about you cannot allow people to engage in this kind of behavior and create filthy, disgusting, dangerous conditions. You, you, you cannot a- a- allow people to ingest all the drugs, to act out because of their mental illness, to leave all the garbage and debris and, and feces and needles, and to behave in such frightening, bizarre ways that we've all seen. All right, we've had poor people forever. We've had homeless people forever. We have never had this because it simply wasn't permitted in public, let alone on such a grand scale. And, 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 and now even an ecological preserve isn't safe. I, I'm just astonished at this. There's no excuse for this. And whatever has to be done has to be done. Get the tow trucks and tow them away. Because if you tolerate it, it only grows. I mean, look at that mess we talked about last hour down in Harbor Gateway. 500 RVs within several miles. Because this is kind of a lawless, unincorporated area of Los Angeles County. No one gives a bleep multiplied by three. But honestly, you talk about tolerating it. I I, I never want to go down there because I'm afraid I will just like, holy mackerel. Oh, I know. I'll lose it. Uh, yeah. and Or you might get killed. I, it's, I, I mean, every one of these RVs has a mentally unbalanced person inside it. Every one of them has a weirdo inside it. God knows how many of these people used to live in uh, prisons, yeah. have been in local jails, have been in mental institutions, are sex perverts. God knows how many crimes they've all committed. I mean, they've, they've got to get all their stuff from somewhere. They've, they must, must have stolen most of it. All, 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 what is with all? I mean, just, just, just such a sign of mental illness when you live in garbage inside these RVs. Remember what the guy said, um, the Harbor Gateway? Uh, he said uh, he's gone into the RVs and there was 100 rats in one of them. Yeah. Imagine living with 100 rats and the, the inhabitant of the RV wasn't taken away to a mental health center. He's willing to live with 100 rats and create that kind of health hazard in the area. Oh, it's just, uh, it's astonishing right in front of our eyes. I mean, you roll back to like around 2016, 2017, this, this was almost non-existent outside of very contained, well-known areas like Skid Row, right? But you yeah. simply didn't see any of this. It didn't exist. And it still doesn't exist in most cities in America. And because this is an unincorporated part of L.A. County, the only government official is Holly Mitchell, the L.A. County supervisor, who just put out a drastically generic statement that uh, we're, these are difficult issues and we have outreach teams that are working with people. Oh. Hundreds of RVs? Oh, good luck. That's embedded. Why is that? Part, That's like forever. Why is that part of the woke belief system to allow everything to be so disgusting and filthy, to let all these crazy people run amok, to create all this danger? Why well, is that? Because par- their, their ideology is that they're poor they're victims of capitalism. They're victims of racism. They're victims of high housing costs. No, we have to be patient and help them. That's, do they really believe that? Yes, I do think so. You really believe they believe that, huh? I do believe they believe that. That yes. is so nuts. Yep. And, and They are the ultimate underdog. Right. 
I, I, that's I, I their mean, belief that, system. That, that, is, that is so divorced from reality. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to say. There's nothing to argue with them. The net result is nobody, nobody should have to put up with this in a public area. Nobody. We shouldn't allow them to destroy the, the Bologna wetlands. I, it's just I tell myself every day when I think about these stories, I say, well, now I know who I am. I believe in self-responsibility, kind of a libertarian. I believe people should be individually free, but you can't make a mess of things. And you have to be responsible. I don't believe that there should be a government doing all of your life's tasks for you. I don't believe in that. And I believe that's what's going to make a great country if everybody is working hard, competing, and trying to work their way up the ladder. That's what I believe in. And this crowd on the other side, this woke crowd, holy man. I think so. Everybody's a victim. Everybody needs our help. They're victims of a terrible, horrible, capitalist, racist society. And we've got to do everything we can to give them everything they need. Right? Healthcare is a right. Housing is a right. Except most, everything's a right. Most people succeed. Uh, most, most people do, although most, I'm starting to doubt that, well, the percentage it's not seems to be growing. That's how I see it. I think it's the drugs. I really, I think the drugs are just so yeah, well, more prevalent than ever before. And the drugs are more destructive than ever before to individuals. Yeah. I, I, and how many times have we talked about the way the American economy has moved in the, in the last several decades away from manufacturing and basic blue collar jobs? Mm. We don't have those anymore. There's more service jobs, but people don't want to do those anymore. So, yeah, they drift around, and it's mostly, grab a stimulus check, use drugs. These are mostly guys. These are mostly guys. Like the guys. guy in Studio City lying around, showing his genitals. And and he does it because it literally pleasures him all day. Yeah, well, if he's and, a little high, too, he probably smokes weed. This is cool. Sit here relaxed in the sun with just my shorts on touching myself. And if people see me, that's kind of cool. I mean, that's. All right, he's an exception. I'm kind of cherry picking, but, but I'm just giving you. Yeah, example. but I mean, there's 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 tens of thousands of people in the street, and they all have a story. He's the most flamboyant. I know, but there's tens of thousands of people, and it's all stories about ingesting things that 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 rot their brain one way or the other. I mean, they don't have functioning brains. All these people. It's just that now we have an enabling crowd, and they're often in government and other positions that are like, oh, we feel well, for you. And there's, there's, we won't bother you until we come up with a plan. You know, and there's money to be made. That's the thing. There's so much yeah, money to is. be made uh, with with, with all the billions of dollars that's available for all these homeless advocacy organizations. Right. And most of them are a scam. Most of them are just a racket. But there's and and and, and they have their shtick about racism or this or that because they, they try to get people emotionally on the defensive to, to like quickly intimidate them, break them down so that we all go along with the program here. All right, more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Yes, it, uh, we're two days away from another visit from the Moist Line people. So you have time to leave your message. Go to the iHeartRadio app. Use the microphone icon to connect to the Moist Line directly or call this Toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. You probably know by now that we got storms coming. It's still sunny. But beginning tonight, tomorrow morning, we'll get some rain. It'll be uh, heavier probably on Friday into Saturday. 
supposed to be a cold storm. But once again, the El Segundo Times and writer Haley Smith wants us to know we're not getting out of the drought anytime soon. Right, because they say so. They say, well, they talk to their their experts, right? What's, what's the audience for this, by the way? I, like the way I was talking about, how how did uh, this woke ideology include disgusting, filthy public behavior? How did woke ideology include? Oh, uh, just because it's uh, raining uh, like it's monsoon season, uh, it's still a drought. Hmm. Do do woke people still feel like a drought is going on? Is that is that part of uh, what you were taught in class? I or think it's a bit like re- still wearing a mask. <laughs> it's the same kind of extremely cautious, always on guard, always concerned that COVID's going to come back and kill me, that the drought's never going to go away. We're going to run out of water. There is, There are people, are they woke? Yeah, kind of, but they just need something to be really worried about environmentally, health-wise, constantly on watch. Yeah, I They're guess. They're saying they, in this story they, they, that it's they, all they, about the groundwater. The state systems of underground aquifers are still perilously low, particularly in the Central Valley, where, of course, they have to stick in climate change. Do you know, do you know what the, what, what's silly about all this hand-wringing? They have, they flush out, there's probably been 25 trillion gallons of water flushed out into the ocean. There was a story in the LA Times just this week how uh, we passed... I think some kind of bond measure or tax or something here in LA County to collect groundwater, collect stormwater, and how there's been virtually no progress on it. Like they yeah, have all I didn't even pro- understand that story. I know. Something about like, green spaces. I didn't get it. It, it was a complicated story. I gave up on the story. The yeah. point, yeah, the point was uh, we allocated a lot of money to spend, but it's it's very slow progress. They're not collecting all the water. So all this rainfall that we got in L.A. County for the past year, uh, they didn't catch too much of it. And there's tr- didn't they just tell us though with the December storm they collected tri- billions of gallons? Well, they it, told us that in a press release. Yeah, I know, but it's a sleight of hand. It's twenty four trillion that go out into the ocean. So those billions. Well, that's a state. Yeah. 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 Right. But I mean, here in Southern California, I'm sure trillions of gallons got washed out in the ocean. Our share of that twenty four trillion, and and they tell you the billions. But you don't know if that's a good or bad number. It's a bad number uh, based on how much rainfall we did get. They, they, they conserved very little of it because right. if they conserved the amount that they should have by now, they've had many, many, they've had 100 years to do it, then there'd be no talk of drought. We'd have enormous amounts of storage to take care of the dry years. These dry years are not a surprise. If you study the history of California for even 15 minutes, you could see that all the stuff we've had is normal right normal except there's a business now in creating hysteria by saying oh my god this drought is horrible oh look at these awful rains ah. well they talked to somebody named peter gleek gleik co-founder and president emeritus of the pacific institute and eventually he gets to what it's all about they don't want people to change their behaviors People may go back to watering their grass. They may take longer showers. They may waste water if we let the message go out that the drought's essentially over. You know what? He's admitted that. And that kind of paternalistic attitude, Fauci had that attitude as well. He admitted later on. That, oh, about uh, yeah, taking he, precautions? He, he didn't want to uh, tell the truth all the time because he basically he didn't think people would handle the news properly. Right. They think we're all too stupid to, 
to 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 walk and breathe at the same time. So they act like mommy and daddy. It's like, well, I don't know if our children can handle that. So maybe we should keep that away from them. And then this guy called it a rebound effect. If you remove the drought orders, people are going to go back to their habits and we don't want that. It's and it's it's this guy Glyke. It's his interpretation of how we should live. That we should not have lawns. We should not have swimming pools. We shouldn't be washing our car because we shouldn't have a car. And right. and so we're under the rule of these, they're like Puritans from another century. It's like, because, uh, you know, remember the Puritans, all these, all these uh, very uh, strict conservative Protestant movements back from the 1800s, they frowned on people enjoying themselves. They would get very, that's why they, you know, they didn't believe in dancing, for example. Well, and, quick and, to and, point and out. This is a version of that. That while we had a nice run there in December and January, February, pretty dry. Uh, in fact, the snowpack, which was uh, 205% of normal on February 1st, is only 174% of normal as of this past Tuesday. Oh, okay. So it was a, a little more than double normal. Now it's a little less than double normal. And I think that's going to be taken care of by Monday. I think by Monday we're going to be back in a situation we were in December where there's so much. Exactly. Their problem is they're too lazy and stupid to figure out how to store the water properly, save the water for the future. That's their job. That's the only thing they ought to be working on when it comes to water policy. You leave our showers alone, our water, uh, our watering our lawns, our showers, uh, our, 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 all of it, our swimming pools. Yeah. Leave it. Go away. Leave us alone. You figure out how to capture Tens of trillions of gallons of water. Tens yeah, of well, trillions again, of gallons. We, we had another decision by a judge recently saying that he wanted to protect that uh, that salmon, right? So right. let it run off to the ocean because we don't want uh, them to get trapped in the channels, right? Yeah. And uh, Tom McClintock, when he was on, explained how to. We've already solved the salmon issue. You can you can farm salmon. You, you can. can farm all the fish that are threatened by our use of the water supply, the rivers. Right. So let's do that exactly. because because you're arguing about the demise of a species. Well, we know how to save the species and create uh, enormous numbers of, of the species. We know how to do it. So why are we fixated on whether the salmon are coming down the river or the salmon are being created on a fish farm? What does it matter? All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we got more coming up. up. Yeah, I know. Johnny, I didn't expect you to stop that abruptly. Johnny, Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. I can keep going if you want. I was just taking a breath. Interesting study just came out of New York City, but apparently it's relevant in many large cities around the country, including Los Angeles, Miami, San Francisco. It's poop on the sidewalks. Poop from humans and dogs. And it can cause extreme health problems. The research showed that in one neighborhood in New York City's Upper East Side, the sidewalks are covered in 300 times more poop than what would be needed to close a local beach. Mm. And what you don't realize, particularly, you know, with the heat, you breathe this stuff in mm. because the poop begins to disintegrate, begins to break up. Yeah. When you and smell- you can get hepatitis, E. coli, cholera. And endocarditis, a type of heart inflammation. When you smell poop, you're actually inhaling. You're inhaling some of the... Uh, little bits of it. Yes. 
The crumbs. Yeah. That's why we talked about the plume when you flush the toilet. Yeah, it's wafts into the air, and these little microscopic bits of poop and bacteria are floating around. You inhale them, and then you could catch all those diseases. And this is what what what, I, what I'm talking about. It, it's this is this terrible health issue that again would never be tolerated in modern life. Right? Once we had the development of of toilets and sewer systems, that we because that's what killed people. You know. Um, Back in the 1800s, right. they had, you know, huge outbreaks of cholera, you know, feces-based diseases that passed because of bad hygiene and you didn't have, you didn't have uh, toilets and, and, and sewage systems. And, and that's they, why people died young. That's why their life expectancy was so low. In this test, they actually tested puddle water, too, because there weren't obvious signs of feces in the puddle water, but it still can come from that source. Oh, yeah. And uh, they walk through the area, scrub the soles of your shoes. Oh, and you bring that stuff into your house. Yeah, I know. Because it's on the bottom of your feet. Oh. Yeah. They track the spread of fecal particles inside. Carpeted indoor areas tested by the team had an average of 20,000 enterococci per square meter. That's enterococci, cocca bacteria. Oh, because it's on the bottom what, of your feet. And they, uh, they were scraping carpets in people's homes? They were. That was part of the test. They wanted to see what people were bringing inside. Mm. So I guess some people agreed to let them inside to scrape their carpet to see what was in there, embedded in there, and they found uh, stuff from uh, the street poop that was on the shoes. It's so awful. And the carpet holds on to the bacteria. It's like a reservoir, it says. I I am... um, um, Why is somebody banging out there? God damn. This, yeah, it does the, sound like somebody's tapping yeah, on your door. Yeah, because the door doesn't close all the way anymore. I know. And it's it stops, and then there's the few people that bother to show up for work are so noisy because, you know, they're just in the hall screwing around. They're socializing, right. Yeah, close the door. Thank you. Uh, that when is, infections occur, a person eats contaminated food. The bacterial disease spreads via fecal-to-oral transmission. I always like that one. Sure. Fecal-to-oral. So, and... Let's say your kid is sitting on the carpet watching television, right? Yes. And he's playing, he's, and then, you know, he, he goes to have uh, dinner. And he's got little fecal bits from the homeless person whose poop you walked on earlier in the day. Exactly. You got it exactly yeah, right. I, That's the road this takes. Right. Because, you know, there have been homeless people living uh, in front of uh, the grocery store uh, about a mile from me, right? They right. Have a big homeless problem. Who knows how much poop? You know, they stay, they, they lay there. And, and it's on their clothing, and it's on all their belongings, and I'm walking by, and then I buy all the stuff from the grocery store, and then I'm walking in the house. And then, you know, the dog, the, the, the dog is licking everything over the floor, and then he comes and he licks you. Ew. Oh, man. I don't want to leave my bed anymore. Apparently, in downtown Dallas, they believe the surging homeless population is blamed for a foul smells that have permeated the downtown area. A very, very strong, distinctive odor, says one resident. And I, I also notice a lot more people are just letting their dogs poop anywhere and not cleaning up. Yes. And if you walk along the beach areas like the strands and the boardwalks, you see more and more big clumps and piles of poop. And then sometimes it's smeared because people step in it or bikes run over it. Mm-hmm. It's really foul. So you get that on your feet, you bring it home. Thank God I don't really have carpeting. I have some area rugs. I don't have. I don't like carpeting. I don't like it either because of no. this. 
Yeah. Because it, unless it you get your carpets cleaned a lot, yeah. which and, is annoying and, and expensive. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Sit there and constantly soak them and scrub them. Yeah. On average, the people were found to have 100 enterococcal bacteria particles on the bottom side of their feet. That's the average for people who walk through this area daily in New York City that they studied. So there you go. <laughs> and, and there's so little resistance to this. People used to get more agitated about dogs pooping in a park or dogs pooping on your lawn, right? In my right. neighborhood, I see signs on lawns all the time. Please do not let your dog poop on the lawn. In fact, there's one guy who lives around the corner from me. He actually has a little dispenser so you could pull out a, a doggy bag and use it. Right. This same guy also had a Mike Bonin sign up on his front lawn for six months. Well, of course. <laughs> but right. it, it's that type of guy, right? Right. <laughs> he's for Mike Bonin, and he's uh, prissy enough to have uh, doggy bags for people walking there. Dogs at night. Trying to keep the neighborhood cleaner. Yeah. But if it was a homeless guy, this guy, apparently the, all the homeless pooping in the street didn't bother him. Hence his uh, support for Bonin. All right, we've got uh, Conway here. Hey now, hey now, hey now. Well, we've got a big winter storm coming in that's going to wipe people out. hate to say that, but it's true. You know, yeah. It's going to start. Right. I mean, you, you can already feel it outside. You know, it's it feels, cold, It feels like you're in Mammoth, you know, not yeah. in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, it's pretty going to be freezing out there. And that means that L.A. County is, is expected to uh, activate the emergency winter motel voucher program. So you can slide into a motel for a couple of days and, uh, I don't know, watch uh, Oprah. <laughs> well, I want to meet all those neighbors. Is Oprah still on? Yeah, is, Oprah's uh, still on. Sure. Uh, charges uh, against the, the killing of the L.A. Bishop. We'll uh, talk about that. And Laguna Beach has made it official. Banning balloons. Can't have balloons anymore in Laguna in 2024. Well, are they going to shoot them down if they float in I don't uh, over know. from Dana Point? I don't know. But it's it's just the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> you know, I mean, and the guy doing it has you know a master's in zoology and biology and he was on a on the front cover of the la times today so you know he's going to send that picture back to cleveland where his parents and go hey look i made it i'm on yeah. the front of the yeah. la times like oh wow did you discover a fish that's never been discovered before no i'm taking balloons away from kids yeah in one little town yeah in a, in a little town it's <laughs> not gonna mean anything oh well i'm glad we paid for all that education yeah. for you good work yeah <laughs> All right, Conway uh, coming up. There we go. Ding dong. Uh, Come Michael on, Crozier ding dong. As the news. Yeah. Let's go. KFI, KRST, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. 
From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.